We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It is no secret that Baltimore's outside linebackers room has been one of, if not the hardest hit position group team-wide when it comes to the injury bug. But don't look now because help is on the way. Yeah, for the first time on Wednesday, the Ravens welcomed Tyus Bowser and David Ajabo back to practice. So now both of their return timetable clocks have begun to tick. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It's Thursday, October 13th, and this is your morning Ravens vault. So the Ravens are set to reunite with former defensive coordinator Don Wink Martindale this weekend, who now holds the same title for the New York Giants. There's certainly a familiarity between the two sides, and that's something John Harbaugh commented on on Wednesday. Plus, with controversial roughing the passer calls being a major topic of national conversation so far this season, Lamar Jackson was asked for his perspective on the issue. And, as he often does... He made the media chuckle with a charming response. We have all that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Sarah, let's just cut right to it. It was a good day Wednesday for the Ravens outside linebacker room. Finally. Yeah, it was a beautiful sight to see Bobby watching a flood of videos of both Tyus Bowser and David Ajabo practice. Both outside linebackers are coming back from Achilles injuries and both have had quick returns to practice. But in Ojabo's case, it was lightning. And I mean lightning fast. He injured his Achilles just seven months ago at his Michigan Pro Day. Now, some people thought he could miss his entire rookie year, but Ojabo himself declared all along that he would be back in October. And Bobby, well, here we are. It's the middle of October, and the rookie pass rusher has taken the field. Very impressed. And uh, a game we'll see. I mean, it's going to we'll take one step at a time. It won't be this week. He said October. I remember he told me October, you know, and I might have mentioned that to you guys early on, and here he is practicing in October. So very impressed. A great job by Adrian Dixon and the training staff in there and the weight staff led by Steve Saunders, helping him get back. Uh, he just has done a great job and we'll see how, you know, today was just the first step. We'll see how he responds. Yeah, Sarah, I remember in training camp, Harb saying that Ajabo was adamant that he'd be back in October and he did tell his head coach that, but 
I'm not sure Harbaugh or any of us were believers. Right. I remember that too. And the reason why I don't think he was a believer is because Harbaugh joked that when he looked at Ojabo's legs, they looked like beach legs and there was a long way to go. Apparently, since then, all the necessary work has been made and it's made a difference. The football legs are back and I have been paying attention to that. Yeah, I have been looking at his legs, I, I have to admit. And they look, they look like football legs. So now both Ajabo and Bowser have a 21-day practice window before the Ravens will declare whether to return them back to IR and PUP, respectively, for the rest of the season, or to activate them to the 53-man roster, making them eligible for game action. Now, it's pretty clear that Ojabo won't be ready for a couple of weeks. I, I don't know, maybe week eight or nine, one of those games against the Bucks or Saints. But... Harbaugh said it would be too soon to rule out Bowser for this Sunday's game against the New York Giants. It's great to see Tyus back as well. I mean, Tyus is another guy that's worked extremely hard. I think he's taken it very seriously. He's been involved with every aspect of his rehab. I just think he's done a great job. He's, he's, uh, he's really strong and he's really, he looks good. So just kind of get him going with the football and we'll see where we're at. All right, that's pretty optimistic because if the Ravens followed a similar timeline as past players coming off PUP, it would probably make Bowser doubtful to play Sunday. But it's good news that they're both obviously closing in. And then if you ask veteran defensive leader Calais Campbell, he is anxiously awaiting to line up next to them again. Oh, man, it's very exciting. Tyus is a proven vet, you know, um, just a very smart player. Uh, what he can do as a pass rusher, as a dropper, and just uh, just what his disguise is and just understanding the playbook. Um, I mean, he's a guy that makes us so much better. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the young buck, you know, I think he has uh, so much potential. You know, I think everybody's excited to see what he can do. You know, we really just don't know. You saw his potential. You know, you see it every day, really. But, you know, you definitely saw it when he was in college and just the energy he brings, you know, it's, it's kind of exciting. You can see he has a, a strong confidence. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to see what he does when he's out there. So, you know, it's just a matter of time. You know, they're, they're, getting, they're getting healthy. They're uh, really pushing themselves to, to be out there. You know, so it's just it's coming soon. Can't wait to get him out there. Yeah, Campbell made a good point about Ajabo there. Even though he was rated as one of the top pass rushers in the draft, he still needs to learn the NFL game, and no one really knows how he'll contribute right out of the gate. But at the very least, he can be used as a situational pass rusher. And then, Sarah, how about Bowser? He's a versatile chess piece that can rush, drop in coverage, and even help an inside linebacker, and we both know that's where the Ravens' defense has had some trouble this year. Right, and then you put together their returns with Justin Houston, who is also expected back relatively soon from a groin injury. And now, now we're really starting to talk about this outside linebackers group. And we haven't even mentioned yet how impressive Jason Pierre-Paul has looked after signing less than two weeks ago. So Bobby, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say this. If this group remains healthy, it could go from a roster weakness to a roster strength a little after the Ravens return from their bye week. And still to come here on the vault, old friend Don Wink Martindale and the game of 3D chess that's expected to go down this weekend. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Bobby, when the Ravens face off with the New York Giants in Sunday's Week 6 matchup, they'll be reuniting with familiar face Don Wink Martindale, who, as we know, served as Baltimore's defensive coordinator from 2018 through last season. And now he holds the same role under Brian Dable for the G-Men. Yeah, Sarah. Wink spent nearly a decade in Baltimore, too, having begun his tenure under John Harbaugh in 2012 as linebackers coach. And being that there is a ton of familiarity between the two sides in play here this week, Harbs was asked, who has the upper hand? We were just having that conversation out there. It's like, he knows that we know that we know that he knows that he knows that we know, right? So it's something like that. Yeah, I mean, point taken, right? It's advantage. No one. The game within the game should be fun to watch this weekend. And here's more from Harbaugh. You, you recognize what's on the tape, and he's got new wrinkles, of course. And they do a great job. He's a great coach. I've known Don. And we've been friends since we were, we were kids, basically, almost. You know, kids in coaching. And, um, you know, proud of him as a, what he did here, obviously. And he's doing a great job up there. I mean, they're playing great defense. So nothing but respect and love. You know, Sarah, another interesting part of Wednesday's press conference was when Harbaugh was asked about his decision to part ways with Wink last year. And if it happened in your traditional sit-down kind of talk. You know, it, was, it wasn't like that. It was, uh, we had great conversations throughout. We were talking all the time. We're, we're close, you know. So it wasn't like a specific meeting. It was just kind of a... An opportunity to talk about where we were both going and you know what was best and and that's the I think we both came to that decision together I would say that's how I'd like to look at it you know I feel that way about it and I think it's turning out great for him and you know just nothing but uh, admiration for what he's doing. Hey Bobby through five weeks of football it definitely is working out pretty well for Wink thus far and he's doing it in New York where the Giants have a banged up inexperienced secondary. Nonetheless Wink's defense has allowed 91 completions through five games the fewest across the NFL. His group's 59.1 opponent completion percentage, Yeah, that's the seventh lowest league-wide. And on top of all of that, Sarah, we both know he's willing and able to blitz you up and down for four quarters, and that's something that both Lamar and Mark Andrews were asked about on Wednesday. Ain't no telling, you know, because we ain't known for um, exotic blitzes and you know, just doing this thing. 
Um, shout out to Coach Wink. You never know. You know, I think the, the the best thing to do is be ready for anything. Be ready for be ready for zero. Be ready for you know any look that that you might see. So I know that's what we're focusing on right now is just being ready. And we know the type of coach that he is, and you know we have a lot of respect for him. So. Again, it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be a good game. We're excited about playing in New York, and yeah, it's going to be a good one. And finally, veteran Calais Campbell weighed in on how this one, this game, might be more than just a game for Wink. But Wink is a great coach, you know, great guy. Love him. You know, he's, he's definitely uh, going to have the, the troops riled up. You know, I know this means something to him. It's only natural, you know, we're, we're human beings by nature and this job, you know, definitely, you know, uh, puts us in position to have those emotional attachments and draws to certain teams and, you know, that you've been at and you go somewhere else and you come back, you know, or, you know, get to face your old team, you know, it definitely just gives you a little more of an edge. So I know he's been, this was circled on the calendar and it's going to be a big game, but, you know, uh, I think it's going to be fun. You know, I can't wait to see what Lamar does. You know, I mean, we, in practice, we go against him a lot. And uh, there's days where, you know, he dominates us and there's days we dominate, you know. So, I mean, I think he knows the defense very well. And I think that, that should hopefully uh, give us some kind of advantage. We'll see, you know, but it's going to be a fun matchup. So protecting passers has been a priority for the league the last few years, obviously. But based on how calls have gone so far this season, Sarah, the pendulum, it seems like it may have swung a little bit too far. Uh, yeah, that's the way it feels for sure. I mean, we witnessed a terrible roughing the passer call by referee Jerome Boger in the Ravens matchup against the Buffalo Bills. Now, that flag came on the Bills' final drive and the 15 penalized yards. Well, they were key in helping the Bills score its game-winning touchdown. And then, even though I didn't think it was possible, Boger called an even worse roughing the passer penalty in the Falcons-Buccaneers game. That one was so bad it went viral. And if that wasn't enough, those two bogus calls were followed with another terrible flag in the Raiders-Chiefs game Monday night. I guess the good news is that there's a report out there that the competition committee will look at the issue. But the bad news is that even if changes are made, Sarah, like implementing a review process, for example, those won't go into effect in the middle of a season. So we could see some more game-altering calls over the next few months. And that brings us to Lamar Jackson. A reporter reminded him that he's never really been the type of quarterback to throw his hands up and petition to officials for a roughing the passer penalty. But number eight, well, he said that very well could change. I'm about to start. We've been needing some penalties too now. No outside, man. Uh, but, you know, if they see it, just hopefully they make the call. That's all I can say. You know, I'm going to play football, but. I'm going to start throwing my hands up, too. No hard finish to the rest out there, though, but we need some calls. <laughs> we need some calls. Here we go again, Sarah. Jackson always seems to make the media laugh at least once per podium session, and I'm pretty sure it's unintentional. Like, he's just naturally funny. Now, really, if he changes how he approaches referees, you and I wouldn't blame him. If the NFL isn't going to change the rule, the Ravens might as well try to get some calls to go their way. And, and I think Lamar could go a long way in making that happen. Yeah, for real. And in the meantime, on the other side, Baltimore's defensive players are just going to have to roll with officials erring on the side of protecting quarterbacks. And hey, veteran leader Clayus Campbell, he's just very aware of the fact and has accepted it. It's tough. It really is. You know, this is um, you go back to my rookie year. I mean, you can pretty much do anything you wanted to to a quarterback other than, you know, your head and his head. So times have changed a lot. Um, but I will say that um, we get it. You know, they want to keep the game safe and, you know, you make the rules to try to protect guys and 
Uh, but it just makes it hard, you know. It makes it very, very hard. And, you know, I mean, they kind of, you know, say you have a strike zone, you know. And really, I mean, our, our coaches teach us it's just saw them in half, you know. Just kind of go to that belt line and saw them in half. And, uh, you know, but you still got to put your hands out or, you know, kind of roll or, you know, they just make it really hard on us. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, you try to play the game as hard as you can with the tenacity and, and a fierceness without getting penalized, you know. And it just uh, makes you let up on the quarterbacks a little bit more. But that's just part of the game. And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with this from Mark Andrews, who spoke glowingly of his teammate and wide receiver Devin Duvernay, who we have touched on a number of times in recent weeks here on The Vault. He is off to a tear through five games. Extremely humble person. You know, he's about his business. He doesn't want too much attention. He just wants to go to work, do his job, and... Um, you know, win some football games, which is which is an awesome teammate to have. I love Duve, and I love everything that he stands for. Elsewhere, how about this statistic that's now four-plus years running? You tweeted it out this week, Sarah. Lamar Jackson has yet to lose to an NFC team as a regular season starting QB. He's a perfect 12-0. Take your jinx tweets elsewhere. Baltimore's Wednesday injury report, meanwhile, featured seven players who didn't participate in practice. Ronnie Stanley, Marcus Peters, and Calais Campbell all received rest days, while Rashad Bateman, Justin Houston, Justice Hill, and Ben Cleveland were sidelined with their respective setbacks. And finally, Giants punter Jamie Gillen was stuck in London due to an issue with his passport this week. New York, of course, played the Packers overseas last weekend, and he wasn't able to fly out of the country until Wednesday morning. He should be good to go for Sunday, though. Bobby, just let me add, Jinxes are afraid of Lamar Jackson, not the other way around. But anyway, thank you for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. You know that we created this show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you love our show, please tap that follow button. Hey, and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And as of last month, the Ravens Vault podcast is available on YouTube. Please consider subscribing to our channel ahead of week six. All you have to do is simply search Ravens Vault podcast on YouTube. Yeah, that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back Friday with the Ravens news you need to know. If you or someone you know is interested in advertising on our podcast, hit us up at Baltimore Ravens Vault at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening to the Ravens Vault.